Hello and welcome back to Academy Queens. I'm the cunning whore of Venice, Brandon Stanwyck. And I have drank in everything in the state of California. Now I'm going to try Nevada. I'm Joey Gentile. We're here today with a special Patreon bonus episode of Academy Queens, an episode that our patrons decided they wanted to hear, and that is the ranking of Maggie Smith's six Oscar nominations. So, Joey, how are you feeling about this Maggie Smith-themed episode? I, You know, I love me some Maggie Smith, but it's funny because this is a first ranking where I haven't given Maggie a single win um, that I can think of. Because, yeah, I, I didn't give it to her for Gosford Park, and I think between Gosford Park and maybe California Street, those were the two closest. So... I'm kind of interested to see if anyone maybe has an idea of where I'm going with this. Now, I know you, did you give her a win for Gene Brody? No. No, I did not give her the win. I didn't realize until you said that, but I have never given Maggie Smith the win either. But she's come close a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And I just realized it's 69 as soon as I said Gene Bro- uh, for Gene Brody. Um, I believe you gave it to Fonda for that year, right? For um... Yep, yeah. I'm pretty fond of that film and that performance, so um, I I gave it to Fonda. But yeah, I've never given Maggie Smith the top prize, so I didn't realize that until you mentioned it. Yeah, so this is kind of a first, I think, for yeah, for the both of us then. So it'll be interesting to see where everything lines up. Um, but I don't want to dwaddle here because the guest we have today is actually pretty special because A, he's never been with us before. This is a first, but... I asked him to come on because he was actually one of the deciding votes for Maggie Smith. So I was like, perfect. He voted for her. Why not bring her in or bring him in? Um, so without further ado, one of our most dedicated followers, we absolutely love him. He's been with us, I'm pretty sure, since the beginning. I'll, uh, we'll ask him here that in a moment. Um, he's with us on Patreon. He's in the month, uh, the, what was monthly Academy Queens Film Club, which is finally happening on Sunday, um, for the first time since December. Really fun guy. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. One of his bio is actually one of my favorites. I'm going to just get to it really quick. Um, because if, you know, if you're a film fan in general, you know how the race go went with 2018 and the wife and, uh, you know, your wife doesn't write. And that's what his bio reminds me of. Cause it's, I'm a writer. If only I could dot, 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 write. Brandon, you and I are writers. We know that feeling for sure. So without further ado, Luke Valley, welcome aboard to Academy Queens. Your first time. Yes. Thank you for having me. So, why did you vote Maggie Smith? I can't remember what the other options were, so I don't know how they compared to that, but just for Maggie Smith in general, um, how could you say no to an icon? And also, since I believe at some point you've all you've talked about <clears throat> talked about all of these nominees, so I think that would be interesting for everyone to hear how you see them in relation to each other. Well, just as a as a uh, refresher, the choices for the, uh, that month were the Best Picture Race of 2012, 
the men of 69 and the class of 61. And Maggie Smith, to our surprise, went off with that poll like it was hers to begin with. We honestly, both of us were not expecting it. So it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, we were, uh, we're still continued to be surprised that uh, class of 61 hasn't won uh, in a few months. It seems to be winning right now. So that might be the, the uh, pick for next month's listener episode but there for a while if we had a class of 60 something in the mix it was a guaranteed winner until we got all the way to the last one with 61 and these rankings just keep winning we've done meryl and then sissy and now we're on maggie so we've done three straight months of uh pitting one actress against herself instead of doing 1961 so um it's a, a neat little trilogy that just sort of happened i'm here for it to be honest um, Luke, one of the first things we always ask someone who's never been with us, how did you find us? Um, I mean, cause you have, I think been with us since what the early seventies. When I first discovered you guys, you guys were doing the season where you were in the nineties. Uh-huh. I remember that because I first heard of it from when you guys did, I think it was 90, yeah, 92, uh, the Howard's end year, because that was here. You had Izzy from Be Kind Rewind on, and that's how I found out about it. Cause she tweeted about it. Well, shit. I mean, that was still that long ago, if you think about it. So, I mean, the the timing yeah. is up, but my bad. I'm being wrong from the beginning. Whoops. <laughs> it, it was long enough ago that when you guys were doing that, I was able to go to the library every week and, like, take out DVDs of, like, the movies you guys were going to talk about so I could have seen them before a new episode came out. Oh, that's awesome. So I got to ask, Brandon or myself, who do you find yourself agreeing with more? Yeah, overall, I'm, I, th- I feel like Brandon and I s- tend to sync up with our rankings a lot. But once in a while, there, you'll have, Joey, you'll have a winner that you're really passionate about. And then I agree with you on that winner. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Brandon seems to be the fan favorite when it comes to that. And honestly, I love that. I love being the, uh, the, out, the, the man looking on the outside, like looking in on the outside, whatever that fucking saying is. You're a wild card. Yeah, yeah. Brandon? Um, I have a couple questions for us to get us into the Maggie Smith mood. I was wondering, do do we know what our first Maggie Smith experience was, the first film you saw um, that had Maggie Smith in it? Luke, do you recall? Um, I feel like it's, just as a rule of thumb, I feel like it's safe bet to say it was Harry Potter. Mm. I have a feeling a lot of people our age, uh, Harry Potter was uh, the gateway to Maggie Smith. How about you, Joey? Sister Act 2. Okay. But I didn't know of Maggie Smith until, get this, the earliest Academy Awards that I remember watching was the year she was nominated last. Because I remember Harry Potter, like, getting, you know, ready to come out. And there was, or maybe it was, wait, did Harry Potter 1 come out in 01 or 02? I think it was one. Okay, so yeah. So it was actually, so my, yeah, so Sorcerer's Stone, because I saw the first three Harry Potters. I, my mom had taken me out of school to see them early in the morning, each for the first three movies. Um, that tradition died fast. And then, um, yeah, so w- my first full-on realizing who Maggie Smith was was from Harry Potter, but I didn't really know of her until the Oscars that year, because that was the year for Gosford Park as well. Um, so little, that's odd, I guess. But yeah, I would say Sister Act 2, but really distinctly the Oscars 01. 
Okay. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, for people in their late 20s and early 30s, uh, Harry Potter was was it when it comes to Maggie Smith. And um, another question that um, I use a lot here with these rankings is, um, are there any performances of Maggie Smith that were not nominated um, that you think she should have been nominated for? And um, I'll go first in case you guys need a moment to think. Um, in the 80s, Maggie Smith did this movie called The Lonely Passion of Judith Hearn. Uh, came out in 87, so, you know, one of the big best actress years. Um, but she is quite good in this film. It's a bit of a quieter performance from her. Um, but there's um, a very, well, a, a quiet passion to her. Um, she plays a, a spinster who sort of falls for this guy uh, living in this boarding house with her. And this guy thinks that she's very wealthy and uh, he can get, you know, money out of her by basically real... Um, being romantic with her, but she's not quite as wealthy as he thinks. And, um, you know, drama and heartbreak ensue. So um, I recommend checking out that film um, if anyone out there is a fan of Maggie Smith and has not seen it. But, uh, Joey, do you have one? Yeah, actually. Um, she Remember, she won a supporting actress BAFTA for this, for Tea with Mussolini, um, back in 99. So that could have totally been a nomination, and I think it should have been. Um, another one which is recent, are, or was the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, um, recent within, I guess, wow, 10 years already. Um, she's fantastic in that. And, of course, The Lady in the Van. I do like her in Lady in the Van. I thought the movie was just all right, but she's quite charming in it. Mm-hmm. And Luke, how about you? Um, I would like to see her work in Sister Act have gotten in. I feel like she, that was a very fun, supporting, comedic thing that she did. And it's cer- it's certainly, a, I feel like, when people think of Maggie Smith, subtracts a film that comes up in the list of stuff you think about. Legit. Do you guys remember, uh, what was it, two years ago, everyone thought she may have had a chance for Downton Abbey to return, and nothing came through for her on that. Which I find very odd, considering how many Emmys she won that role that she wasn't able to translate that to a, a return to the Academy. Um, very odd to me. But also, I've never seen Downton Abbey, so I don't fucking know. Don't well, neither, like... the, neither did the Academy, so. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the movie didn't quite translate as well as a film than it did on television. Like, I feel like the movie didn't quite, um, it wasn't as well received as a lot of people expected it to be. I think it was the change in medium. Well, didn't it also, too, wait, like, I I mean, not that it really made a difference, because, like, something like Sex and the City was such a huge hit, and I think it was, like, what, four years until the first movie? So what was it, like, two years from show to movie? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just waited too long for that type of property, but you never know. I don't know. Gentlemen, where do we think we are ranking Maggie Smith's highest performance, and what is it? You get what I'm saying. I can't fucking talk today. Uh, well, I'll go first here. Um, I think for Luke, I have a feeling about the prime of Miss Jean Brody. And for Joey, I think I'm going to go with California Sweet just as a just as a gut guess. Hmm. For Brandon, I'm going to say... I'm going to say prime of Miss Jean Brody. And... Joey, I'm going to say California Sweet. All right. 
Well, Brandon, I'm going to say California Suite. And Luke, I'm actually going to say Gosford Park. Um, gut feeling again, but truly will be interesting to find out where we're going with this. So. Alas, what does this gentleman conceive? How do you, madam? How do you, my sweet lady? He's half asleep. Good madam. What's the matter with my lord? With who? With my lord, madam. Who is thy lord? Why? He that is yours, sweet lady. I have none. But do not talk to me, Amelia. I cannot weep, nor answer have I none but what should go by water. Prithee tonight lay on my bed our wedding sheets. Remember. And call thy husband hither. Here is a change indeed. Tis meat I should be used so. Very meat. How have I been behaved that he might stick the smallest opinion on my least misuse? Uh, Brandon, start with you. Take us away. All right. Well, um, my least favorite Maggie Smith nomination, it should probably come as no surprise. It's for Othello. Um, so I am a fan of Shakespeare. Uh, I took a whole year-long class just on Shakespeare in high school uh, in which we did study Othello as one of the plays um, on the syllabus. And um, even still, I really just cannot get behind this movie. Um, and unfortunately, Maggie Smith gets dragged down with it. Um, she's perfectly okay as Desdemona, but she is nowhere close to being the most riveting version of that character that I've ever seen. But I feel like it would be an uphill battle for her to really stand out in this film when you have Laurence Olivier doing whatever the fuck he's doing in that movie. Um, I don't know if there was ever going to be a chance for her to top him in any way when it comes to performance. He doesn't seem like someone will, who's uh, willing to let that happen. So she kind of um, goes in this very meek route um, which kind of makes sense for the character, but it's not very interesting on screen. Um, so even though she's perfectly okay in that movie, she doesn't really elevate or save it in any way for me. So um, it's probably uh, no surprise that uh, Othello is my number six. Uh, Luke, how about yourself? Uh, so for my number six, I also put Othello. And... For a lot of the same reasons that you were talking about, uh, I just feel like overall this performance doesn't leave a big impression. Uh, I don't know if that how much that has to do with the fact that her role is so small and that you got Olivier there just alleviating the hell out of Othello and his gray shoe polished blackface. Um, she's just she's there and then she shows up and you're like, hey, that's Maggie Smith. And then that's that's as that's as much as I think about what she's doing. It's it doesn't there's not a whole lot going on there. Well, it should come to no surprise, uh, and we are all all in agreement thus far. Uh, Othello comes in last. The only time the only thing I can think of really with this performance is, and I'm not even on Letterbox, but I know we talked about this for that episode. Brandon is your Letterbox review for Othello, where you gave it two points: one point for Joyce Redmond and the other point for Maggie Smith. Um, I love Maggie Smith. I really do. But I hate Shakespeare. Get some new material, England. How many times we got to see this shit? Um, and the other thing is, is like, uh, like, 
What? Um, mm, not not a great debut at the Oscars, let me tell you. So yeah, number six has got to go to Othello. Sorry to that man. You have been listening to a clip from one of our Academy Queens bonus episodes. If you would like to hear all of this episode and the rest of our sensational bonus content, please prance on over to patreon.com slash academyqueens and join our queendom.